Hi, I'm Chris Apolito, and welcome to the Get Coached Podcast, where I'm documenting my journey from employee to entrepreneur while featuring the coaches that are helping me along the way. Each episode, these coaches provide actionable advice to help me and you, the audience, find more success as entrepreneurs. I invite you to join the journey so we can go and grow together. This is episode number four of the Get Coach podcast. And in today's episode, I got to sit down with Lauren Fogelman of Business Success Solution. Uh, let me just share a little bit about Lauren and then I'll tell you what this episode's all about. So Lauren is a keynote speaker and one of America's top ranked business coaches. In 2018 and 2019, she was recognized by HubSpot in its annual list of the world's top 22 business coaches. She's an expert in pricing and strategy and sales. Uh, her passion is empowering them, uh, business owners, to double revenues by working half the time through strategic pricing and effective sales techniques. And that's actually what this episode's all about. We flipped the table a little bit, and Lauren is coaching me on how to properly price and sell the services that I am doing, which is to um, create sales funnels for business coaches like Lauren and some of the other guests uh, on the podcast. So this one was a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoy listening to a coaching session with Lauren Fogelman and myself. Hi, Lauren. Hey, how you doing, Chris? So excited to be here. Great. I'm I'm very excited as well. This is a bit of a, a different kind of episode uh, compared to some of the other ones. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited for this one in particular. So um, I'll just we'll just kind of jump in, and I got a couple of questions for you uh, before I know you've got a few questions for me. Yeah. So basically, we're kind of like turning the interview around from <laughs> yeah. the traditional you questioning me to where I actually am going to be asking you some questions. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm very excited to try this out. Um, it's been something I've been thinking about and, and, and mm -hmm. propositioning other coaches with, and there's been some interest, but you were, you were actually the first one to be like, Hey, why don't we do this? And I was like, yes, let's do it. So <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. So I'd like to hear about your background and how you decided to uh, empower entrepreneurs to double their income while working half the time. Because that's, that's a nice uh, offer that you got there. A absolutely. What I discovered, Chris, myself, as well as all the service-based entrepreneurs that I work with, is that our education really trained us well to do that thing that we do, how we help our clients, the tactical part of it. But where education fell short, in my experience, from my own job, um, my own business, as well as with my clients, is that it, it prepares you to be an employee instead of an entrepreneur or an employer. Because of that, what I found is, yes, do I have the skill set? Absolutely. Love what I'm doing with my clients, with helping them to double their fees, working half the time, separating their fees sometime. However, my education never prepared me on how to price my services, 
how to do sales conversations and how to network. And, mm. and those are the things that are really important if you want to have actually a business as opposed to a hobby. So I, I'm going to just throw out a really interesting statistic that I saw this morning is that over 86% of entrepreneurs make under $100,000 a year. And over 30% of them don't even take any type of income for themselves. Hmm. And, and I want to change that because I believe that as we lift up entrepreneurs, there's this compounding effect of they help bring other people up the ladder with them. And it just spreads in good in so many different ways. And knowing how to price your services, separating your fees from time is one of those things. Right, right. A rising tide uh, takes all Raises ships. All ships. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. So I like that idea because, um, and I've heard it a couple of times where people have said like entrepreneurs are really the people that, that elevate our economy and our society as a whole, because as an entrepreneur, you're solving problems, you're creating new jobs. There's a lot going on there. So um, yeah, so during our initial call and, and conversation, we, we talked a little bit about pricing. So as you had mentioned that rather than an interview, uh, we wanted to give real time examples of how this works as far as like you coaching and how you help people. So we, we agreed that we were going to get this done and, and we're going to have you kind of ask me questions around the business that I do which is uh, sales funnels as a service and, and helping my, my ideal client being business coaches and, and kind of like yourself, but really that that's just the niche that I focus on. So, mm -hmm. um, so I, I, yeah, I know you've got questions for me. So are you ready to get started with that? Yeah. And basically I just want to let you know that this is a lot of what is out of my program called the ultimate pricing bootcamp. So what is in that program is part of what we're going to be touching on today also. Perfect. Just to let you know where you can, you know, people can find more of that. Yeah, anyway. We'll, we'll make sure that's included in the show notes in the description in the video below. Because uh, this is, this I know this is going to be a nice little teaser and, and taste of what mm -hmm. the amounts, uh, the, uh, the immense amount of value that I'm sure is in there. And, and, and the very first step that I do with all my clients, whether it's my private coaching clients and my mastermind or in the ultimate pricing bootcamp is to identify your ideal client, mm. which we talked about during our initial call. Now, your ideal client isn't an avatar, which so many marketers talk about, which is creating who you, that fictitious person is that you would love to work with because you're not working with fictitious people. You're working with real people. And I want you to really think about who is that person that you absolutely love to work with. And it isn't just about the demographics, which is what most people think about where they live, their income level, profession, whether they have children or they are single and all of that, that, that's good, but that's not really the juicy stuff that makes a difference. I want to really focus on the psychographics and the psychographics are the characteristics and qualities of your ideal client because even though I work with service-based professionals, there are some that just aren't a good fit for who I offer. And, and an example for you, Chris, um, before we dig into you, is that for me, I don't work very well with whiners. 
Mm. People that are always complaining, they're always blaming everybody else around them. They're really wedded to being stuck where they are, and they very rarely take responsibility. So those are not my ideal clients. Now, they are for some people, which is great because they can transform and make a difference in their lives. But for me, th those aren't the people that I work well with, and I'm very, very aware of that. And so let's kind of take it to you. Do you have an idea as to who your ideal client is? Yeah. So if we're talking in terms of psychographic, kind of what you're saying there mm -hmm. is, so for me, it's, it's, it's a, it's somebody who understands and sees the value that it's the, it's not necessarily the time put into something. It's the results on the back end. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, I, I think that's a big part of what you, you coach. That's a bit of an assumption on my part, but the reason I'm looking for that type of uh, that that mindset is that um, we're all trying to get away from trading time for dollars. Mm -hmm. And so for me to try and find the ideal client, I have to find somebody who already understands that trading time for dollars is not an efficient and effective way to build wealth. So as long if we're on the same page, then when I'm talking about the the cost of services and what I'm going to do for them, then they're not going to worry so much about oh well what's how many how many funnels are you going to build and how many hours are you going to spend like they're not going to be asking those kinds of questions because really at the end of the day they're just more concerned with the the desired outcome, which mm -hmm. is to either optimize their existing funnel or to put in place a, a, a funnel so that they can automate their process of uh, growing their business. Okay. And let me kind of reframe and sure. tell me if I'm right. Is that so what I hear with the coaches that you work best with is they recognize the importance of investing in their business and possibly in themselves because a lot of them, they are their business. Yes. Is that true? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Uh, that's the way I, I've, I've evolved over the last few years mm -hmm. is that investing myself is, is, is a very high priority for myself. So that if I'm going to work with somebody, working with somebody who kind of sees eye to eye on that, then obviously that's going to be a nice match. That's, that's a big mm -hmm. one for sure. Uh, okay. And then what I'm also hearing is that a nuance with your clients is that maybe they've already separated their fees from time. They're not charging by the hour, the session or the project any longer. They yeah. are doing more of a fixed rate or value-based pricing. Yeah. I, whether they're doing that or not, I actually, mm -hmm. I hope that they understand that that's perhaps the next step for them. Mm -hmm. uh, because that's also part of what I would want to help them out with. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've actually ran into a few coaches just through interviewing people for the, the podcast where mm -hmm. um, we were talking about trying to set up even just that introductory call that we've done. Right. And they're like, oh, I'm just so busy taking on more clients that I'm not actually even looking for ways to bring on more clients. And I was just kind of like, really? That's uh, okay. so interesting. I feel like I should be able to help you with that kind of thing. Well, then maybe that's something to look at that someone who is not an ideal client for you is really someone who is focusing on being the one who's too busy in their um, own business right. and that they don't really have the time to put in the effort necessary to get the results that you can help them achieve. Yeah, I suppose that's a good way of looking at it. Kind of like, so for me, obviously, an ideal client would be somebody who is perhaps in that position 
and is is looking to go okay well how do i break through this now this this current glass ceiling and get to that next level where i can start freeing up my time so that and, and oh here it is the mindset of it's not necessarily to to make more money though that would be mm -hmm. the byproduct the mm -hmm. mindset that i'm looking for and would love to work with is i want to help more people Mm -hmm. Right. So if you get to that point where if you're already thinking like, I've got enough clients basically saying in my, from my perspective, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm helping enough people. I, I don't think that's going to be a good fit because I'm looking for somebody who's I'm, I'm stuck. I can't, I can't figure out a way to reach even more people to help even more right. people. That's mm -hmm. the kind of person I'm looking for. Okay. That's great. The other thing that you mentioned before, and I want to bring it out because it's actually really, really important about an ideal client. And I don't want this to remain hidden is that your ideal client is usually one of two types of people. Either they are just like you in many, many different ways, which I think is the case for you, Chris, mm -hmm. or they are opposite of you and they want to be like you. Uh, never thought about that. That makes okay. a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so how does that maybe shift some things with how you look at your ideal client, having hmm. that little nuance now in the front of your mind? Huh. That is a really good question. Let me take a, a little a moment here to think about that. So if we're, if we're thinking in terms of the opposite, so for me, it is personal growth and personal development is important. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be hard to find a, a coach who's not interested in that. However, um, something that I've thought about since we last talked is uh, the audience that is going to be listening to this podcast is mm -hmm. going to be entrepreneurs, not necessarily coaches. So if so one uh -huh. of them was like, Hey, if you want, if they reached out to me and like, I know I'm not a coach, but I'd love to work with you. Mm -hmm. And cause I, sure. I just really, I, obviously I'm going to take them on as a client because again, you get I'm, to decide, right? yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to help as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. My, just my, my main focus is just coaches. Cause I just really connect with sure. them. But then with that little nuance you threw in there, the opposite is, well, they, they, they may be in that same position of that, of, of feeling stuck. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do as far as growing myself personally. I'm looking for somebody or something that could help me. Then obviously like, I want to, I want to elevate them because again, helping an entrepreneur, like you mm -hmm. were saying earlier, helping an entrepreneur has this ripple effect of right. helping other people. Right. So mm -hmm. And, 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 and let me just clarify once more is that for the most part, either your clients will, the majority of them will be just like you, or the majority of them will be opposite. And, and just right. have that awareness. Is it that they want to be just like you, or is it that they are opposite of you and they haven't invested in themselves yet? They're not, you know, results oriented yet. So, so just think about that. Cause I have a feeling that your clients have similar values to what you have. Right. Right. Yeah, I think I think you're right as far as like what my current mindset is is mm -hmm. looking for me as far as my characteristics in somebody mm -hmm. else. But there's there's perhaps those other people that are haven't like you said started that journey of personal growth right. or mm -hmm. um currently don't feel like they want to help more people. They're like, "You know what? I've helped enough." But then mm -hmm. something just really resonates and and then they go, "You know what?" there's something there. Maybe I should further explore this. 
mm-hmm. um, I think the messaging to that type of audience would be very, very different. Absolutely. And, and therefore, I would say, don't try to appeal to both. Choose which one resonates more with you. Right. And then your messaging will appeal to that particular audience. And similar to you, my ideal clients have all previously invested in some type of personal development work before or they invest in their own businesses. Mm, so mm-hmm. I, I absolutely agree that that's an important trait for the people that I work with as well. That's been my experience. Right. So we're, we're gonna move on, okay? I okay. wanna get into value. And a lot of times when we consider value, especially as entrepreneurs, because it's our baby, our business, we're looking at it from our perspective. I believe that that's really, really important because you have to own your value before you can expect someone else to value what you have to offer. However, when someone is looking to make an investment working with you, it's really not about what you value and what you care about. It's about them valuing what you have to offer. A lot of it has to do with Uh, basically marketing 101, knowing what their biggest problem is that they're stuck with right now that you can help solve for them. And what do you see as that problem for your clients at this moment? So I guess almost as we're talking through this, I'm starting to feel like perhaps the the value I want to to add is, is to that coach who has that mindset of I already have enough clients, I'm not looking to add more, but I almost want to break down that that false belief or or almost unpack uh-huh. what it is like. Why why do you feel that way? Break that down and 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 show them a, a way through funnels and funnel processes of let's break down that barrier so that you can actually reach more people and help more people, but not necessarily invest more time because I think that might be the the barrier that they're thinking is I already feel busy I'm already putting all this time Mm -hmm. I want to help more clients uh, but helping more clients might mean more time a lot of kind of what you're it sounds you coach right Mm -hmm. but I my channels would be more through doing sales funnels not necessarily coaching them on how to do it yeah Mm -hmm. okay and and basically what I'm picking up on is that with the clients that say, I'm already busy, I don't want more clients, you're you're trying to convince them that they need your services when they're not even aware that they have a problem. I I don't believe that when you look at sales funnels per se and how funnels work, they're not even in the interest, the research mode, because they don't even realize that they have a problem. Right, right, right. So that would be... Uh, where you wouldn't be able to get the best results possible. Uh, You you can't be more committed to helping them change than they are to wanting that change for themselves. Um, With those people, maybe information, education, like what we're doing here by having your podcast, by other things that you're throwing out there where you're educating your ideal clients, they will be following you and they'll stalk you for a while. They'll be listening and maybe they'll eventually realize that they have that problem, but they're not ready yet, yet to make that in, uh, investment. They're not your buyers. Right, right, um, right. And, 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 and because of that, what I want to look at for you is maybe the ideal client and that problem that you solve is that they want to actually help more clients, but they don't have enough time to do so. Hmm. Or that they want more income and they just don't know how to do it without sacrificing some other part of their life. Right. 
I guess one one way I could look at it is is the the client. Actually, I'm going to be meeting with them mm -hmm. in like an hour and a half here. Uh, so the, the first client that we're really like looking to work together and partner up is a coach who, so the problem I'm solving for him is he's, he invested all this money into these courses, videos and mm -hmm. worksheets and all this stuff, but he's just not been able to figure out the best way to get it out there and, and, and take the value that he's created and, and share it with people. Um, so that's that's the problem I'm solving with him. So perhaps that's what it is that I I can help uh, the ideal client with is that they've they've created assets. They've got mm -hmm. all this content that they've been creating over the years, whether it's podcasts or YouTube or sure. blogs or whatever it is, and they've grown a following. Uh, whether again, mailing list, social media, uh, or whichever channel that they have it on. But it's they they're just going like I don't really know how to um, systematize and automate the process of mm -hmm. of getting this message out to my 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 followers and then helping them ascend that value ladder to ultimately become either a high valued one-on-one uh, -on -one mm -hmm. coaching client or a mastermind member or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, then what I'm hearing is that they've really already put in time, effort, energy, and money yeah. into developing the foundational piece, but they're still frustrated that they haven't gotten the results they expected, given the amount of time, money, and energy they've invested. They're a best-kept secret at this point, and yeah. they can no longer allow that to continue to be. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's, I like the way you said that. It's, they're, they're a best-kept secret, and I want to just help get that secret out there and, mm -hmm. and, and show them how to do that. Yeah. You have to reveal funnels. the secrets. That's right. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> cool. Okay. Okay. What just came up for you? Um, I, uh, something for, Yeah. For me, it was almost like the, the messaging for talking to those people is, is, is now I have, I, I feel like I've nailed, we've maybe nailed the, that problem. You, do you have, have you been putting in all the time and all that money and all that energy into creating mm -hmm. these assets and this content, but yet you've not been able to reach the audience that you're looking for? And, and basically, like, do you feel like the best kept secret in your, your space, in, in your market? Let me help you share that secret. Kind of like, mm -hmm. let's get that secret out to the world. I don't know, I'm kind of like playing around with it in my mind right now as far as what the message looks like, but mm -hmm. yeah. And, and and that's my words. It might not be their words. Um, you want to eventually find out how they phrase it, For but sure. it's giving you more clarity. The bottom line is you're going to have a better conversation with this potential client because of our conversation first than if we wouldn't have talked first. So it's not like this is a long, drawn-out, painful process. I, I do this all day, every day. Uh, that's why it's the first step in my uh, coaching program in the blueprint because you have to know who you're talking to and really what's going on inside their mind to help them be able to achieve what it is that they want for themselves or get right. unstuck. Yeah. 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 That's really now, good. Now, one, one of the things that I also realize is my touch on this a little bit earlier is value is subjective. Um, that means that your clients need to realize that what they have to gain from hiring you and paying you, 
their gain is greater than what your fees are going to be. It doesn't mean they have low prices, not whatsoever. However, they simply have to believe that they have more to gain from investing in you than from moving on and not doing that. Uh, uh, it doesn't mean that you have to change what you offer. And Chris, I want to give you a really, really quick example of how value is sure. subjective. Um, take this cup right here. If I'm speaking at a conference, you're in my audience, you decide that you're thirsty, you want to get something to drink, and I have cups of water like this or bottles of water at the back of the room, you might pay one or two dollars maybe to go ahead and get some water. Now, if you have been walking around in the hot, hot desert in August for three days, you haven't had any water you don't know if when you get to the top of the next sand dune, if you're going to continue to see a sea of sand or maybe the lights of being able to get out of the desert. And then magically, I appear once again with the same cup of water. So same content, same packaging, nothing has changed whatsoever. And I also am able to, I know how to get you out of the desert and I'm going to give you that desert map so that if you ever find yourself in the desert again, you can get out of it on your own. How much would that solution be worth to you now? A lot more than a dollar, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I, I like real firm numbers. Yeah, so um, how, how much, I, I have my square with me. How, how much would you go ahead and uh, pay for that then? Well, for me, because it, it like, I guess I would look at it and be like, well, if I don't have this water, I could risk dying. If I don't have mm -hmm. that map, I could risk dying. So it's, I mean, it's almost hard to put a value, but I, I'd be like, you know, 10,000, 15, 20, mm -hmm. $20,000 for, uh, for that same thing. Right, right. And, and, and really the important part to look at is that this didn't change whatsoever. What changed was your wants. You want to be able to uh, get out of the desert. Your needs, you need to have water within 72 hours or else you really will die. Your body can't go longer than that. And you desire to be able to continue living and continue to have a life. So because I was able to tap into those three things, and those were the things that changed once you ended up in the desert as opposed to me speaking at a conference, the you were willing to pay more for the same exact solution and and that's what you want to do when you have conversations with your clients and you really think about separating your fees from time is understanding what are their wants needs and desires and and when you can really tap into those things then the value begins to shift and it's no longer about uh connecting your fees to your time right right and, and, and so once again, you know, think about what is that problem that you do solve for your clients? You know, what is it they desire? What, what is their desert? And, and you have their cup of water with the way out and the map. What, what would that be that you can offer them? Um, so going back to kind of what we, we were mm -hmm. talking about as far as like, what's the problem? So I guess the, what I would be offering them is a, a way to, um, open up the floodgates in a sense to, uh, having more people take action on, on the assets and the content that they've already invested so much time and money into, um, just really showing them how to 
narrow down their message and 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 target the 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 right pe- the right people mm-hmm. so that we get them into the funnel uh, and then from there it's just a series of steps taking them along a journey from uh, either cold or perhaps warm traffic to all the way to a hot purchasing uh, client and mm-hmm. and just looking to show them you know like you you can you can do this and you can make this more successful uh i i can get you unstuck from the 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 daily grind of whatever it is you're already doing which is in a lot of cases i think a lot of them are just trying to put out even more and more content hoping that that content is going to eventually break the dam and and allow those that flood of traffic to come in uh and it and it could but it's about utilizing it in the in the proper way or restructuring it maybe and and in a lot of cases that could be it it's just let's restructure what you currently have and repurpose it so that it becomes uh of higher value to your desired mm-hmm. clientele and and it's just it becomes almost like the an irresistible offer it's going to be we're going to make mm-hmm. things so hard for your desired client to say no to even just coming into your world that you're just all of a sudden things are just going to come pouring in for you. And and just to let you know, you mentioned something else about your ideal client mm. that I think is key is that they've been putting out a lot of content. They're probably exhausted with how much content they're creating, mm-hmm. uh, hoping that something will be like the magic thing that opens up the floodgates for them. So recognize that. And once you help them to be able to get those right people in the funnel, turn them from warm to hot to invested, what is possible for your client then? Because they now have more clients and they're making more money. They can scale and, and, and what they may be there already where they've got maybe Mm -hmm. a team of one or two that are kind of supporting them. But once all of a sudden the floodgates open, they can scale to a size where they can employ more people if, mm-hmm. if required, which is great because that's also helping other people. You're, you're giving them a source of income mm-hmm. uh, and in exchange, they're helping you get your message further out there. Um, what else would be possible is, is uh, a freedom of time in the sense that they'll, they'll be able to step away a little bit from what they were doing before, which was just pumping out more content and, and will create a system so that they won't have to, they can, cause this is actually something I would, I would help them out with, but mm-hmm. uh, it's called like a content multiplier strategy, just mm-hmm. showing them how you can use really one piece of content and turn that into probably a dozen pieces. Sure. And now all of a sudden, all that work you were doing prior to just create all these 12 different, I'm going to show you a system that let's just do one, but I'll show you how to like repurpose all of that Mm -hmm. such that it, you're still getting the same amount of work out there or maybe more, maybe we 10 X what you're already doing. um, Meaning you're just going to reach even more people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Then what I'm hearing is that they're starting to shift their business model a little bit, possibly where they have scalability. It's one to many, as opposed to simply one to one. They also, because of that shifting the business model might have more free time. Uh, When people get free time, maybe they can put back some of those things that they sacrificed from their personal life 
onto their agenda again, whether it's going um, for a morning run, meditation, once again, reconnecting with friends and having a social life again. Those are some of the things that might be possible once they start to work with you and see these results. Right, right. Building a bigger business, basically. So I I think with the, the... The, like the picture I have in my mind is that they've grown a business, but they're they're still working in their business quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas once we've we've created that funnel and that process and that system uh, that is is really automating a lot of this and and doing a lot of the work for them, uh, then mm-hmm. they'll be more being they'll they'll be able to shift. I, I think taking them out of their business is going to be a challenge because they're just so passionate about being in there and helping people out, but mm-hmm. they're going to have more time to start working on the business versus being stuck right. working in the business. Right. And, and that is so key. Uh, a lot of them don't even know what it means to work on the business or they don't feel that they have the time to, and that you might help them to be able to finally do some of those things that have been in the back of their mind for a long time, but they never could get to. And, right. and now it can go on the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So one of the things I do know is that you might end up talking to some people that will be budget-minded, price-sensitive. What do you currently do when you have someone who maybe wants to work with you, but that becomes an issue? Hmm. Currently, what I'm doing is uh, just trying to find a way to make it work with them. Um, now, I, I, I don't know if that's the right approach or not. Um, in the sense that mm-hmm. uh, I'm reducing the financial investment on their part, but then what I'm 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 trading is it becomes more of a time investment for me, which is not necessarily um, the the long term plan for me. In fact, that's quite the opposite of what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do. Um, I guess right now I, I, I just going back to kind of what I would mm-hmm. do if I were in that position selling somebody else's product or service. I would just ask them kind of like, well, where, what is the number that would work best for you? Uh, or uh, do you, do you see the value as far as like, if you make this investment, do you see where this could put you kind of idea? Just some, kind of unpacking things a little bit is, is I guess what I would end up doing is trying to find out like, why do they feel that way? Is it a timing thing? Mm-hmm. Is it a, an actual financial restriction thing? Is it a, uh, a mindset of, of, you know, being worried that it's going to be a lost investment or whatever it be? Um, it's really just kind of unpacking it a little bit more mm-hmm. with them. Sure, sure. And uh, the, the fact that there might be some objections and you're willing to stick with the conversation to find out what's really going on, really yeah. kudos for you, because that's when so many people shut down the conversation because they just see that as pushback, resistance. They don't really understand that there might be something else going on. It's a matter of a further discussion. Right. But one of the things that's right out of my ultimate pricing bootcamp that would actually work instead of you lowering your rates to be able to take on a new client is to be able to look at packages for a potential client when you're talking with them. Uh, what I teach, and uh, this is really something that all my I do with all my clients, is help them look at creating three options of how to work with you. The the first one I would say is the silver package. Number two would be gold and number three would be diamond. But basically the way that this works is that the people that go into the silver package, 
they are getting their price sensitive. They see the value of working with you, but don't have the means to afford a higher package. And they get really the bare bones, the basics to be able to start to help them move forward and get results. However, uh, it might be that some of it is more where they do the work themselves and you're basically instructing them, or it could be that things that you add on for other clients, you simply aren't doing that with them. You're, you're giving them more of really the bare bones to get results, but they're not getting the whole thing. And then in the second package, which actually would be where the majority of your clients lie, which is the goal, this is really what they need to be able to get that result that you are promising them. And, and, and all of them will get the results. It's just how much is about your time versus their time. And, and do you, you, know, you don't want to give everything to someone who is paying you the lowest rate possible. Um, so the majority of your clients actually fit into the gold. Uh, they need those things to be able to stop being a best kept secret, getting their funnel really to where it's working, it's attracting the right people, and it's moving people from interested into committed. So those are the gold clients. Most of your clients are there. Uh, it has absolutely nothing to do with how much time it takes. You're focusing on the result with your packages. And the diamond package is for those clients who just want more access to you. Mm. Or maybe they have specific needs and desires or they have a larger business and their funnel is going to be more complex. Uh, so that so you throw in pretty much the whole kitchen sink with the diamond clients and, and give them a ton of access and information. It might be where, as in the gold, there's some things where those clients are doing themselves in the diamond. Maybe it's all done for you. Um, that those are some of the things to consider. And now, if you talked with a client and you gave them those three options. It's not about if they're going to work with you compared to somebody else that had a cheaper hourly rate than you did. It's now more a discussion of how they want to work with you. Right. It it changes everything. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I'm already kind of thinking what possible prices that those could be. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it goes back to that having what I call the value conversation. So there's really three different parts of this value formula. It's really valuing your time and what you have to offer. So it's self-worth. Then it's about pricing for value instead of charging by the hour, the session or the project. And then the third one is having a value conversation where they see the value of working with you because of how you had that initial consult with them. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's really about pricing the client as opposed to what you do and necessarily your services, which is a little bit of a shift. It goes back to that bottle of water. Yeah. Same bottle. You know, I just tapped into a really strong desire to want to live. And all of a sudden, something that was $1 went to $10,000. Yeah. 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 No, that makes a lot of sense. So when when you're coaching somebody, I, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if I can ask a, a quick question. Of course you and, can, because there's there's always going to be that that in, inner conflict of well, how how can I justify taking my rate from whatever it was by the hour, 150, 200, 250, kind of is pretty standard, I think, in a lot mm-hmm. of freelance consultant type roles, to all of a sudden saying, well, I'm going to say it's ten thousand dollars to mm-hmm. to get this work done 
and and that's like a four x or a five x increase compared to what that would have normally been. So when when somebody's struggling with that, like how can I justify that? Like, am I truly worth that? What's how do you like help them work through that 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 mm-hmm. conflict? Sure. Uh, I, I think that, first of all, that's a normal concern for most entrepreneurs because most of us went from being an employee where we were getting an hourly rate and a paycheck that was based upon our time, whether you got a salary or you got paid by the hour. And we just took that model into our own business because that's just what we knew and that's what most people do when it's easiest. H- however, Uh, It doesn't mean that it's the best way to go and in your best interest or in your client's best interest. The first thing I believe firmly, Chris, is that pricing by the hour is unfair to you as well as your client. Because when you price by the hour, then they don't really know how much the project's going to cost them because you're selling them your time. And, And you're going to run into challenges or obstacles possibly or something might change down the road with the scope of the project in some way. And, and, and something that maybe they budgeted $2,000 for now becomes a $5,000 bill, right. which uh, as a result, you then end up giving away your time and you're negotiating your rate, so on and so forth. So, so that's the first thing to think about. Um, the other thing to look at is that it's really about having that value conversation and you knowing your ideal client so well what their needs, wants, and desires are. And then once again, realizing that the cost of hiring you is less than the outcome that they can get from working with you. So an example is this potential client that you're talking with later on today. If you can fix his funnels because he's done the work already, first of all, how much do you think he's already invested in doing this? He's already told me it's uh, in on this particular product that I'm helping yeah. him out with. It's $30,000. Oh my gosh. Okay. And, and, and so if you only charged him $3,000 to fix your funnel, you, you're leaving a lot of money on the table, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's the first thing to do, uh, to look at. And if you were able to get his funnel fixed with this particular product, what is the potential income that he might be able to make from having this actually work like it's supposed to? Uh, it, it could be in the like hundreds of thousands. Okay. And, Let's and, just say and like within the first year, if, first if we can year, get it yeah. fixed in the first, in one year, you know, and it's working in, in 12 months, you know, within a, by the end of 2020, you know, it's, it's really working and yeah, I go. Think, um, I'm trying to remember the, the price point for the course itself. Yeah. Just throw out a figure. I, I think we could recoup, if not get into the black of, of his, his cost of what he put into it. So 30,000 was what he invested, uh, in the first 12 months, I would mm-hmm. say it would be very achievable to get that $30,000 back. So he would break even mm-hmm. on, on what he invested. On the first launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, okay. on what he, he invested there. And then, um, yeah, I would say my, my goal for his course, I remember mm-hmm. thinking about this, was to be able to get to 100000 in sales on, uh, okay. in the first 12 months. Okay. If you knew that he potentially could bring $100,000 in revenue, and you simply charge 10% of that mm. for uh, your services and to fix this problem, 
then, and you don't have to answer this question out loud, but how much more would you be making than if you would have just char charged with your hourly rate? Oh yeah, a lot more. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and 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 that's the really beauty of this boot camp is that you go through all of this. I, you know, work with you to create these packages, the silver, the gold, the diamond. I help you price them for value. And as a result of that, not only are you making more money with your services without necessarily changing what you're doing, but you're just approaching it shift differently by owning your value. It's not about your time any longer, what everybody else in the industry is charging. And also you end up with better clients who are highly invested in helping them solve a particular problem. They, they right. see the value of working with you. These aren't the ones that are the um, tire kickers or the ones who are price sensitive and move on to someone else as soon as someone else has a lower rate than you. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, so we covered a lot of stuff. Um, how are you doing with everything right now, Chris? Good. Wheels are turning. I'm going to definitely be rewatching this and making notes and, and, uh, well, I transcribe all the episodes. Uh, so I'll be using that as my notes probably. So, <laughs> uh, I think we're doing great. Um, so what would you, uh, the, the goal with the, every episode, uh, actually, before I, I recap real quick, Lauren, was there mm -hmm, any other sure. questions you had for me? No, no, we okay. actually went through all of our questions That's awesome. for today. So my goal still with every episode is to help every anybody who listens to still take away one actionable uh, piece of advice that that really is relevant to our conversation. Um, what would you suggest? Like, what would you think would be the, the best next step for somebody who is stuck in that position where they're just kind of what our conversation was about. They're, they're thinking about raising rates. Maybe they've not even thought about it, but now after listening to this, they're going, maybe I, I need to revisit this and, or, or look at this and raise my rates. And like, what would be that next step for them? Uh, if they're, they're interested mm -hmm. in learning how to do that. Sure. Sure. The very first thing is to be able to separate your fees from time and know that it's possible. Uh, even with our conversation today in a very short period of time, you went from, I have to charge this much to maybe I can charge 10x what I thought I could be charging. And I really, really hope that you get that, Chris, because it's absolutely possible sooner than later. It's not a long, painful, drawn out process. Yeah. If anybody is interested in this and really is at that point where they want to raise their rates, but they've been resisting, they've been overthinking, they have some of the same concerns about you that nobody else in my category charges that much, or I don't have the credentials, I uh, can't charge more than my mentor does, or than other people in my category, then the Ultimate Pricing Bootcamp, which is at businesssuccesssolution.com forward slash pricing, is absolutely what's going to help you take this from just an idea or an inspiration of, I want to raise my fees. And we're going to go ahead and get it done to where we separate your fees from time, focusing on your value, on pricing your services for value, and really having that value conversation, taking a stand for your clients until they can take a stand for themselves. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I uh, Another option I would suggest is, because I really enjoyed it, is you have a 
an ebook um, mm-hmm. that I, I believe is titled "Get Paid What You're Worth." Mm-hmm. That I yes. really enjoyed. That it was a nice, quick read. Um, that will kind of get the wheels turning a little bit, similar to kind of what we talked about. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would be a, another good place to to check out as well. A- a- absolutely, get paid what you're worth is at businesssuccesssolution.com forward slash worth. I know that you'll yeah. have it in the show notes. All ba- in the basically, show notes. <laughs> it takes what we talked about today. It's a quick read to get you started on connecting with your value, how to separate your fees from time recognize where you're holding yourself back as you're thinking about pricing your services, who those ideal clients are, and really how to get those results. So uh, Get Paid What You're Worth is a great way to get started if you want to just figure it out a little bit more on your own before you jump into the Ultimate Pricing Bootcamp. Right. That's awesome. And uh, to, to wrap up things, because I think we, I feel pretty good about everything so far. Thanks, Lauren. This was, that was fantastic. Uh, what are some other areas or some other places, sorry, that people could find you if they wanted to reach out and connect? Basically, I am on all the social media cha- channels. Uh, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Uh, But if somebody really wanted to have a conversation with me and be able to see what this looks like, the best thing to do is to go to my website and I have a link there called um, forward slash let's talk. And we can just schedule a quick 15 minute chat to see what's going on in your business and how to be able to start to separate your fees from time. That's awesome. Yeah. All those links will be in the show notes and descriptions and, uh, Maybe we'll get you on TikTok soon. I would love to be able to <laughs> just continue to spread the word. Yeah. This is my purpose. This is what lights me up is knowing that we quickly solved a problem for you. As a result of that, you have some insights you didn't have before. You're going to help someone else. And as a result of that, you're going to be paid for your value as opposed to your time. Yeah, it was great. Thank you so much, Lauren. That was, that was, that was really great. Um, and yeah, I, I, everybody listening, go, go, go take advantage of the book or the 15 minutes. I think that mm-hmm. you'll take a ton of value out of it. So I uh, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk again uh, in, down the road. I'll keep you up to date on how things are going. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Please write me a testimonial. Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. Thanks Lauren. Mm-hmm. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Get Coach Podcast. If you're looking for more information, you can head over to our website, which is getcoachedpodcast.com. You'll find the show notes for this and every other episode there. And if getting actionable advice every week from professional coaches is something you want more of, then make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes.